if you guys were aliens, you would be the aliens that eat senior citizens. Yes, we would. Absolutely. But only once a month when I get my period. (laughs) (laughs) See, (laughs) but it's true. It's their supple meat. Okay. So this week. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. That's what what ARP needs to start using on its marketing. ARP. Hey, supple meat. Supple meat. Francesca Fiorentini supports eating old people. Hello and welcome to the Bituation Room. Once again, I am your host, Francesca Fiorentini. We have had such an amazing week. Uh, I sound like Donald Trump when I say that every single time. And <laughs> this episode is going to be just wonderful. We are currently under a cloud of toxic um, campfire smoke. And campfire will now no longer be a good thing in the minds of Californians. It'll always now conjure up images and uh, smells of the apocalypse and... Uh, death and destruction. Anyway, joining me in the bituation room, I have two awesome people who I've uh, known for years. Uh, To my right is Vasuda Desikan, and she is a labor organizer and an activist, and I've known her for many years from our time at Left Turn Magazine, where she was a co-editor. Hey, Vasuda. Hey, Francesca. How are you? I'm good. My nose stopped bleeding from the apocalypse. I feel good. God, great. <laughs> Was it really bleeding? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It's nasty outside. It's worse than Delhi and Beijing. I know. It's the worst in the world. In the world. And Lucky us. That, that. Number one. Number <laughs> one. <laughs> that uh, jingoistic cry is from Imran G, who is a comedian and the host of the podcast Bad Asians, yep. which is also a live show. Woohoo. Imran, was your nose bleeding? My nose was not bleeding. But then again, I only go from like building the car to building. Oh. Yeah. I'm not out in these streets. (laughs) That is a smart strategy. Uh I'm going to try that. I I feel like it is a smart strategy, but it's also the strategy of somebody who is extremely weak. (laughs) I feel like we're just in like Houston in July. You know, it's like no one goes outside because yeah. it's so hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're just like there are un- downtown Houston is like underground tunnels. <laughs> oh, and that's all it is because uh, people won't go outside. And that's crazy. Yeah, that's what Vegas is like, too. It yeah, is. Vegas yeah. is like that, too. And uh, Japan. A lot of Japan huh. is like that, too. This is true. Yeah. Um. So we just live indoors. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> I I've been admiring people not wearing masks. Um, and like, where do you get the nerve? <laughs> like an injury to one's appearance is an injury to all. We all have to wear this mask. Fuck you. And you're, I'm not going to get sick cause you are. And I hope you die. No, I don't obviously. But I just, I think we, we all need to wear a mask. If you can see the air. Yeah. Put on a mask. I know. My nephew thinks Halloween got extended, which is really cute. <laughs> He's like, every day is Halloween. I was like, mm, you're kind a little too young to understand. Yeah. He's like, no, kiddo. This I, is I just like it because it lets me know who the hype beasts are. Because their mm. their masks always have like a smiley face or like some mm. sort of, and I'm like, you know, that doesn't do anything, right? You're just gonna die. I know. I feel like I need the mask that Bane had on in the Batman yes. movies. Like that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. But then, if you, I don't know if you guys have gone on Amazon to look for masks and air purifiers, 
they're all sold out until middle of this week. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Everything is out. It's and, crazy. And by that time, the fire will be over, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. It's, it's 60% contained for those of you who care. Um, and uh, 75 people have died. The, uh, 1,300 of, uh, are missing. I mean, it's we, we make light of it, but I think we're all yeah. kind of like deeply sad and walking around kind mm -hmm. of uh, uh, just in a little bit of a daze. Also because we can't think straight because of the smoke, but... Um, but this has been an incredible new week of horrors and uh, disasters. Uh, also some good stuff, I think. For me, seeing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yeah. have an orientation mm -hmm. into her uh, first week in Congress. She's obviously the young Democratic Socialist, 28 years old, I believe. Yeah. Yep. One good in the 14th her. District of New York, unseated Joe Crowley, longstanding sort of establishment dem, quote unquote. Um, and she was Instagramming her orientation. That's what's up. Amazing. <laughs> Millennials. I know. Uh-huh. And like, and then doing her, as she was like doing her laundry and like making ramen, just like yep. talking about what it's like to be a congressperson. Um, and is, I love that. It's so dope. It is dope. And it, and then she got dragged supposedly or tried to get dragged for wearing, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Mark Jacobs bag or like some, you know, uh, Michael Kors. I don't even know what it was for. It could have been Ross, which could also be Michael Kors, but like, you know, some blazer mm -hmm. like oh this the you know i forgot the dude's name but some right-wing journalist who thought i guess that was a story yeah and then she owned him so hard on twitter and it's like don't come for the fucking queen yeah like if you like this is not how you're gonna win against her yeah i usually don't start off with all the good things but i, I wanted to drop that so imran what are you bitching about today um, I wanted to bitch about the diamond industry, but before we get to that, oh, wow. I, you said you said something that I was thinking about. You said that the fire is only contained by sixty percent. Yeah, but that's more than half. You know, that's I, like better than our voter turnout. That's still depressing. That's still depressing. <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying to think like if if I was if you had a condom that only worked to sixty percent, <laughs> you would not use that thing at all. Like sixty percent is not containing. No, I would say like. Yeah, Trojan wouldn't be like sixty yeah. percent contained. Yeah, it's like if I wouldn't take a vaccine that was only sixty percent able to work. No, sixty percent is not good. But again, it's over the hump of fifty. It is over the hump. And I think so. Essentially, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it all is going to work. I think firefighters are still and uh, prisoners are still fighting the fires, and uh, yeah, pay, getting paid a dollar an hour to do so. And we'll see. I think the rain is supposed to come, which I believe firefighters are like, please don't, because it's going to make all the ash like oh. way harder to sift through. Yeah. And anywho, I was, what about the diamond industry? Oh, um, to me, it's been interesting because it's like the the prices have always been fluctuated, like artificially. Mm -hmm. And now China has figured out a way to make diamonds in the laboratory that on a microscopic level are exactly the same. What, okay as real diamonds huh so, so like factory diamond factory diamonds uh, so yeah or lab diamonds yeah lab diamonds because before they were like oh they're not as clear or they're not as good and that's why these diamonds are so expensive because you know we can't create these but now we can and so what De Beers is starting oh, to shit. do what De Beers is starting to do is they've started a university whose 
sole purpose is to figure out what the differences between the two are so they can still market their shit as better. Wait, are you for real? This? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they can market their shit as better diamonds. You know what I mean? To still say like, oh, you still need to spend it's like three paychecks to keep your this is after like the murdering has it worked like De Beers has definitely murdered a solid mm, I don't know like 700 people you know like inadvertently inadvertently there's like you know the diamond trade and industry there's hundreds of thousands of millions of people who've died over Mm -hmm. the diamond but De Beers like single handed is like man we have 701 we gotta murder and they're like sir we need a new strategy like I do not know what it is it's Chinese they are they are coming for us I know we make a collegiate university like it worked for Trump like you know right we will we will create they're like oh no but why don't we just go back to murdering like so the point is that that awful German accent um, <laughs> they they are they're tired of the murder and they're like we have to just you know when they go low we go high yeah. you know yeah. wait I want to clarify sure so like De Beers wants to market their real diamonds of the earth blood diamonds mm-hmm. to Jennifer and yeah. her fiance Mark yeah. mm-hmm. they're a really like, cute couple though yeah and like Jennifer yeah, Mark matching just, boat shoes yeah like whatever <laughs> You are buying a blood diamond, yeah. but it's the real deal. No one can tell the difference yeah. except for this highly trained diamond expert. Exactly. That is some dumb shit right it's there. It's the dumbest shit in the world. And honestly, the cheaper we make diamonds, the better it is for everyone because they get used in all sorts of things, like for science. Right. They get used on like space age materials to, to cut through stuff. Like we have uses for diamonds i just went to like bed bath and beyond i saw like a diamond eye pillow and i was like really that's 14 dollars like de beers is <laughs> lying to us <laughs> like like there was just a yeah you're like there are diamonds on things that you don't think there should be diamonds on yeah and then jennifer and mark you know mark is like you know saving away to buy a how much is a diamond ring how much is a diamond ring i have no 30? idea no it's like thirty thousand. no it's not i mean no. it depends okay. on like how 8, big or small it, is. <laughs> it can go up to like somewhere how much between, is cardi b's diamond oh, worth that thing's like millions of dollars it can go anywhere from like on the low end they're usually like two to three grand okay i think in the in the mall and the only reason i know this is because i walked by and i knew they were having problems selling diamonds because now they come with a free xbox <laughs> no way! I swear to God, I, I took like, a picture of it and I started laughing my ass off. I was, it says free Xbox with the purchase of a diamond. So ring. the diamond ring for Jennifer and the Xbox, Xbox for, for Mark. Yeah, for okay. Mark. Yeah, right. So happily you know, ever after. Marriage happily is a two way street. Yeah. You know, there's got to be something in it for the man. This is so stupid. It's this the is dumbest so thing. stupid. It's I the can't. Thing. I don't. I don't understand whose love has to be confirmed with a diamond. But I bet in like Louisiana, it's like. An AR-15, yeah, <laughs> loaded with so, diamonds. Totally, you just walk out of here with a diamond and and an, a semi-automatic. <laughs> just shoot your love straight into your <laughs> your fiance. That is so crazy. Um, so why are you bitching about it? Are you trying to propose to your girlfriend? No, I, I'm not. I've just always been against diamonds from the get-go. Mm. Like even when I was younger, I was like, why is this so much money? And why is this artificially artificially inflated? And the whole the whole industry bothers me. I'm like, there's no need for these millions of people to die for just something that's going to be on a ring. 
Like if we took that diamond and we used it to, I don't know, do something. Like Put it on an eye mask and like, yeah. you know, help the bags under our eyes. That's true. But what you don't know is on the other side of it, it's also covered with the tears of those children. That, and that's, that's true. That's how you get the, the skin. That's tight. the youth. The the tight, yeah. yeah the, that youth uh, skin. Listen, yeah. <laughs> we're all Asian here. We're not going to age until we're 85. <laughs> Vasuda, what are you bitching about? Yeah. So you guys know Amazon's HQ2 moving yeah. into Virginia and New York in my borough of Queens where oh. I grew up. And they're moving to Long Island City. I've talked to all my friends in New York about this. I held like informal polls and everything. I've been <laughs> bitching nonstop on Twitter to my 40 followers nice. about this because I had to get it out somehow. I was like complaining to my nephew about this. He's like, I don't know why you're talking to me The right same now. nephew who thinks it's Halloween? Yes. Mm -hmm. I complained to him about different things and he's just like whatever let me go back to my shows yeah. um <laughs> but so you're from long island city no i'm from flushing okay but i grew up in queens and it's on the it's off the seven train yeah so it's just i mean it's in so many different ways it's just such a stupid thing to happen to new york city it's right. you know it's like going to be adding to um overcrowding on the subway it's going to be adding to just shitty quality of life in the city it's gonna be gentrification gentrification yeah, you know yeah. queens is gonna die yeah. as a result of this and we got there it was like this cool borough you know you could be an immigrant family yeah. afford to live there afford to play there and everything and now it's like you know jennifer and mark from yeah. kansas just riding around on their motorized scooters yeah. with helmets on with their at least they're birds. wearing helmets yeah, yeah. Are they going to be bringing in Allbirds and Everlane from San Francisco to <laughs> yes. New York? Come I don't know on. what those things are, but yes, I think so. Oh, my God. Right that's next like, to the Warby Parker. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, come on, man. You're, where's your Timberlands and where's your North Face? <laughs> you're going to get a Phil's coffee, though, Vasuda. You know, the Russians make much better coffee than <laughs> Phil's does. Oh, that's treason. It's Not true. Really. I, I feel it's like true. Oh, you mean the Russians of Queens yeah. make better? Yeah, okay, they go. make such good coffee. Coffee and bagels, it goes together. They're not going to eat bagels. Yeah. Phil, they're going to be gluten-free. Phil, for the record, I believe is an immigrant. I think he's Palestinian. Oh, he's, shout out to Phil, in. man. Yeah, I love your Phil. coffee. Oh, I love Ambrosia. I love Philharmonic. <laughs> no disrespect to Phil. I love you. And stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, <laughs> bro. But Phil's is like a franchise now, right? Yeah, Phil's so is like Warby Parker. Yeah, so it's different. I mean, like the the Russians, at least you know their their coffee is made with love and poverty, so that, <laughs> yeah, it tastes a yeah. lot better. <laughs> and it comes with gluten. Yeah, it comes with glutinous baked goods. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm just sad about just seeing the deterioration of New York City. And like, what does it do to have this country have two coast, that like are, coastal cities that are so rich? so rich like why didn't you go to michigan why didn't you go to idaho or it ohio makes, no because none they, of the people who work there want to live there exactly this is the why the mission is gentrified because yeah. no one actually wants to live down you know i don't know and well burlingame is pretty nice but nobody wants to live in san jose yeah people want to just come up and live in the mission mm -hmm. and I mean, and enjoy all the the fruits of the immigrants that they are displacing. Yeah. But that's the thing about, that's what immediately struck me. Like, oh, New York City? Fuck you. Yeah. And every single state that made a bid and city that made yeah. a bid must be like, fuck you. You could have named every firstborn in my town Bezos <laughs> and we gave that to you on a silver platter. Yeah. 
but you chose New York, yeah, Yankee, fuck. Like, that's that's how I'm like, I would imagine. Like, if they moved to Syracuse, I would have been fine. Sure. But I feel like New York proper, I'm like, Yeah, New no York City there's in no Queens. Space. But Long Island, City, Long Island City has been gentrified. There's like, hotels have gone up. Yeah. And I, I've, yeah. I've seen them, and now it's like, oh, it's over. It is... I mean, I lived I lived in Manhattan or I lived in New York for seven years. And then just going back now, you're like, OK, where is there not a bank or pokey shack? It's like pokey bank, pokey bank, shake shack, shake shack, pokey bank. It's like what's, we're ju- what's pokey like just tuna, just oh, okay. just oh, tuna po- fish. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. OK. I was like, what is pokey? Is this brand yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Pokemon go to the <laughs> polls. Shout out to the Clinton campaign, R.I.P. Um, no, 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 the poke. Poke. How dare you correct me? <laughs> oh, you mean poke? You mean poke? It's like people who the call Hawaii it delicacy. <laughs> but that's all it is. It's like it's just really. It's like a playground for the rich, you yeah. know. And I think cities are increasingly becoming yeah. that. Yeah. Who's gonna work at your poke shack? I mean, they're just killing the character of these cities. You yeah. know, Th- yeah. these cities have their lives, their personalities, all these type of things, and like. You are taking Jimmy Jazz away from the people of New York City mm-hmm. by putting in Amazon. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of new Mets fans, though. Yeah. yeah. Meet a- the Mets. <laughs> meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. They still have that oh, song? God. I think no. they updated it. I used to be a Mets fan. Anyway, it's a different life. Yeah. Nice. R.I.P. New York. I love you still. Jimmy Jazz forever. What am I bitching about? Yeah, God, I, I haven't yeah. thought about it. Give me a second. Um, I seriously haven't thought about it. Is it Poke? It's, it must be Poke. <laughs> Is it Stacey Abrams? It's not Stacey Abrams. Um, I, like, I love how you guys are guessing, though. Um, I just want to say on the Stacey Abrams Gillum thing, like I, part of me wants to bitch and be like, no, you fight to the end. You know, you <laughs> yeah. fight to the end. But like Gillum knew he was behind i think he's behind by like thirty thousand votes yeah. so like that was right stacy abrams did not concede like she's still her statement is like um this was an absolutely essentially a rigged process i mean she said it way more diplomatically than i'm saying it she didn't say rigged she didn't pull a trump but um she didn't concede she said i understand that right now you know that brian kemp will be the next governor of georgia and i wish him the best mm-hmm. um slash i hope he <laughs> chokes on a pretzel and but this process was not, was not fair and it was not uh you know the, all the votes were suppressed and it needs to be investigated et cetera, et cetera. so it was like the most shade throwing concession yeah. so i don't know if i'm bitching about that but i'm happy about that i will bitch about poke here's why what is poke? I still it's don't understand. It's just tuna. It's 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 different. It's yellowfin of, tuna, it's, I believe. I think it's different. Types is it of French? Fish. Yeah, it's like fresh. It's like sashimi. no. Is it French? You know what it is? Hawaiian. It's the fucking oh. diamond of <laughs> of like food. It's I thought like, that was caviar. No, because it's it poke is like all the rage. It's like the rose gold of fish. Then so it's like kind of like it's the price has been jacked up. It's overly um, consumed and tuna. If you guys have ever been to an aquarium, lives for like 60 years straight up. It's one of the oldest fish in the sea. Wow. They've seen it all. They know everybody on their fish block. <laughs> They're like the, let's like imagine if in the human world, like aliens who ate our like human flesh only wanted the old people. So like mm. they came for our grandparents and they just like sliced them up and ate them raw 
uh, with, uh, I really like poke, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say poke is delicious. <laughs> My grandparents like, are also delicious. That very simple question <laughs> turned into this like alien senior yeah, eating saying, alien like, we invasion. Eat the eldest of the sea and they, and we like, you know and, why, and they though? really should be preserved and they're going extinct. Yeah, but their skin is soft, just like old people. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, the sitch. Yep. There's so many things to talk about. Uh, let's see. We could talk about Kim and Kanye getting their own private firefighting force. Are they really called hotshots? The Who? firefighters? Yeah. Oh. The private firefighters? I thought they were called hotshots. That sounds like a Chippendale group. It does. I mean, they strip while they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, they're firefighters. Like, usually they're not, their services aren't needed. So yeah. 99% of the time, you got to strip. Agreed. They strip uh, in the off season, which is all the time. <laughs> are they really Shout out to, <laughs> you, Shout out to firefighters. You all are doing exactly. incredible work. Agreed. With your shirts on or off. Yeah. This week, we are going to talk about Facebook. This was a bombshell new report that came out from the New York Times that had been worked on by like four different authors, a six-month research project, essentially, that summed up that Facebook has been fucking up once again with our data. But not this is not really about our data this time. Um, it is about the way that they responded to Russian meddling and the way that they responded to uh, Cambridge Analytica, which was the, you know, sort of the GOP hired uh, data company that mined something like 50 million or more, uh, far more of our profiles in order to essentially run like a propaganda campaign on us. Um, so what the New York Times found out is that instead of kind of springing into action, that Facebook was more concerned with covering their asses right. than it was with like stopping the bleeding. So, you know, instead of like stopping the bleeding, you just add like glitter to the blood, you know, which is, which makes sense. But the way they did it was by hiring essentially some of the same GOP firms that had it worked on previous um, Republican campaigns, I believe from the George W. Bush administration to essentially put in put out misinformation and disinformation about rival companies like Apple um, and link some of the um, cri critics of Facebook and their handling of all the Russia stuff and all you know some of the um, the data and the misuse of data link that to none other than George Soros <laughs> which is essentially the same thing that Cambridge Analytica was doing. Yeah. So they were like, oh, let's just jump on the Soros train because yeah. this feels really easy. Like Facebook, everyone's racist uncle loves the George Soros conspiracy. And so we just lump it in there. At the same time, they actually also had their lobbying, their PR firm, um, paint critiques of Facebook as anti-Semitic, which we all know the George Soros stuff is anti-Semitic. And now they're like, okay, but then if you critique Facebook, you're also anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. They know, we know now, thanks to this reporting, that they leaned on uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, whose daughter works for Facebook, and- Allison. Allison, if you're listening. Hey, Allison. What's up, Allison? <laughs> How's, you get your diamond? You and Mark are gonna, or is that Jennifer? That's Jennifer. We can change the name. Well, it's Allison now. Allison now. But so uh, enjoy the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> she is essentially that uh, they rely. They were leaning on their senator, 
these senators like Chuck Schumer to basically be like, listen, Facebook is one of the good guys. Don't come after us. Don't um, come down too hard on us. I think Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota was one of those senators who was introducing like, we need to regulate Facebook, uh, blah, blah, blah. And they sort of leaned on her to quietly shut up. So essentially, uh, Facebook is a piece of shit, as we might have already known. I've got a couple more things to say, but what... I don't know. What are your responses to this new news? I put it out on Facebook, of course, (laughs) and was like, we need to get off Facebook. And I had some responses. Two of them I'll put out there and Mm. see what your guys' reactions are. One was, um, oh, yeah, like I saw a meme and then I voted for Trump, (laughs) which is someone basically making fun of the fact that, you know, Russian influence on Facebook actually swayed the election at all, which I would argue like, that's how people vote. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, just because someone saw one meme, they voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. That's actually how ill-informed this country is. <laughs> and then the other thing that I saw was like, what are you going to do? This yeah. is It's an evil tech company. Mm-hmm. Of course they were doing this. And so there's a little bit of a, an of courseness. Um, I don't know, Vasuda, what are your thoughts on on this revelation? I'm not on Facebook. I'm going to be that person who's just like, I'm not even on Facebook, you guys. (laughs) Why? Facebook sucks. (laughs) Why? It's just like, I love my mother, but once she found me on Facebook, I was like, nope, I am. I am not sticking around for this. And like, that's- So you actually were on, but then you left. Yeah, Yeah, I left. And I left, so I left right before the election because- just like i mean you guys remember it was like the conversations that were happening were so terrible and it's like my friend's cousin's co-worker who i'm fighting with on facebook i was like this is stupid yeah yeah i'm i do this work for a living this is not where i need to be having my battles and like people weren't being civilized about it Mm -hmm. they were like trolling your profile and like commenting on all types of things i was like this is so stupid this is this can't be the state of political discussion in this country. It felt fake. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say, like, it felt like we we are in a Petri dish of anger and misinformation, and this isn't right. Like, it felt a little bit like, uh, um, and I'm, I'm going to say this in a negative way, but I, like, support pro-sex and orgies and stuff, but it kind of felt like you're at a party and then people start fucking and, like, you're like, oh, I didn't sign up for this. I'm going <laughs> to slowly are these parties walk that away. you're going I'm, to, man? I'm, I've never been to a sex party, but I imagine, a, like, a non-consensual sex party where you're like, oh, okay, Marsha, like, <laughs> I didn't sign up for a swingers. That's why my keys are over there. I'm going to go away. Like, that's how I feel like Facebook in 2016 was, like, just close the door and walk away. It was too much. It was such a time yeah. suck. It like mentally was draining. Still is a time suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like it was worthless. I mean, and you know what boggles my mind and reading that article was just like, it's so crazy. Facebook has the most amount of information about us along with yeah. Google and Apple. Mm-hmm. And they're still so culturally unaware mm. about how people feel about their platform. Right. And... They just what don't do you mean know. that people hate their platform? Yeah, people were pissed after yeah. all the stuff about Russia came out. Yeah. I mean, in that article, they talk about Mark Zuckerberg goes to testify in front of Congress, and he was like taken aback by how angry people were. It's like, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg, you don't think a bunch of yeah. you know elected officials are going to be upset uh, that your platform was used to tamper with democracy? With and the- he got off so easy. Yeah. yeah that so. my favorite part of that hearing 
I, I believe it's the hearing that I'm thinking of was like there's like some random senator from Idaho or like Iowa or one of the eyes, Illinois maybe. And it was just like, you know, it'd be like hard question, hard question. Like, why didn't you tell us sooner? Like, what are you doing to combat misinformation? Like, what tell us about your like ads, you know, that you sell. And then one guy was like, can we get some Wi-Fi out in Illinois? Like, <laughs> You know, we and, and and he was like, uh, "I will look into that, sir." You know? Yes, but let like, me expand your access to Farmville. Yeah. <laughs> in farmland. And farmland. But this it was Very like good. these random ass senators who were just like had no idea what Facebook did and were like, "Hey, well, Mister Internet, yeah." Like they think that he controls all of that, and we're like, "We just need fiber ops." I'm like, "Listen, I believe that the internet is a right, a human right, and we'll yeah. I'll get into that with." The actually what's scary about Facebook is that so much of its expansion in, let's say, Southeast Asia yeah. is part and parcel of the Internet. So if you want the Internet, you go through Facebook. Yep. So you get free, free data if you use Facebook. Yep. And that is, yeah, that's insane. That's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And this is the same platform where like in, you know, in Malaysia uh, or not in Malaysia, what am I talking about? In Myanmar, where like. There would be a burned home, a burned home of a Rohingya, and then a, a caption that'd be like, "Look, the Rohingya set their own home on fire." Yeah, like, yeah, that's just. Oh, and then that shit gets shared. Um, Imran, what it, what were your thoughts when you read this article? First off, I want to start off by saying I feel bad that somebody spent six months doing this article, and I read it in like five minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I was just like, oh, they put that much effort in? I probably <laughs> should have read this a lot closer than I really read it. Um, I've always, I'm, I was about to be like, you are a fast reader. I know, me too. Damn. I was like, it, I'm still reading it. <laughs> but it's, um, I, I've always felt, I have like two conflicting feelings about Facebook. First, I think they are pieces of shit um, for not actively watching what happens on their platform. But I don't know how they're supposed to fix it. Like, I, I, th I was thinking about this on the drive up here where I was mm. like, if I was in charge of Facebook, how do you control the information that's coming in? Like, how? How do you do that? For two billion people. Yeah, like, how, how do you yeah. do it, though? Like, how do you... Cause well, every, I think number one is you try. Like, okay, I think that's what this article sort of pointed out to me was that not only do they not have the mechanisms in place because they've grown so fast, right. so you're right, yeah. but like... At no point are they, they because they don't think of themselves as a publisher. Yeah, they don't think of themselves as curators of content. Right, and in fact, they've abdicated that responsibility because they were accused of having a liberal bias mm -hmm. by like crazy right wing outlets that are arguably real news outlets like Breitbart. And then they were like, oh, okay, um, you're going to accuse us of having like a political bent? Then absolutely nothing matters. The algorithm of clickbait reigns supreme. Right. And they said, wash their hands of it. And they're like, we are not a platform. Right. Or we're not a publisher. We're only a platform. We have no responsibility to curate or control what comes in and out. Right. And now we have authoritarianism <laughs> in part thanks to them, I think. Yeah. But the question is, how do you, how do you fix that now? I think, so, I mean, I've thought about it also a lot, and I actually think that they, it's really funny because in that same congressional hearing, you could see it dawn on some of these these Congress people that, like, they didn't get how Facebook made its money, and there was a moment where Zuckerberg was like, well, we just sell ads, you know, like, mm -hmm. we sell, right. Right. we sell people to 
advertisers. We mm-hmm. sell everyone's data to advertisers and that's how they got into this mess in the first place, right? Is that they granted sweeping access to all of these advertisers, um, to our, to our information right. and they didn't control that. Mm-hmm. So that's number one is controlling how much advertisers have access to. Sure. And you've got to have robust, you know, whatever cybersecurity yeah. and fucking controls in place. But, but when you're looking to just make as much money as you can. Right. So like number one, I think it's just like ex- at getting less money and then number two, I think that as long as their ad revenue, so 97% or something like this of their their Facebook's revenue in 2017 or 2016, same thing, let's, you know, it's probably off by a couple percentage points now, is all ads. That's all it is. Right. So when that's your model, then there is no way. It's like yeah. you are fundamentally you know, sort of driven by selling people's data to the core. Mm -hmm. And so, but I I think the way you fix that actually is you charge people money. Oh, you want it to become a paid service. I think so. I think that's the either, there's two options. Either you charge people money and you're going to get less money for sure. Mm -hmm. But that way you are not, you have more responsibility to the actual users because they're fucking paying for it. I feel like if you change it to a pay model, nobody would use it. Yeah, no one's going to I don't want to pay money to talk to like these fucks from high school that I don't give two shits about. But if you could pay, but if it was like $5 a month, you I, know? I still wouldn't. I have no reason for it. The <laughs> second the money is involved, yeah. I have no really? use you're, for it. You're Facebook. like, I'm almost off of it as it, as, yeah, no, it's oh, true. Because I'm on Instagram. I am on Instagram all the time. I'm never on Facebook. And there's going to be a competitor that comes in real quick yeah. and takes advantage of the Absolutely. free market. I would pay $5 if Facebook were better. But then And if I knew that my data was protected and I wasn't sort and I wasn't sort of exposed like a fucking Orwellian lab rat, yeah. then I would pay for it. I so I don't know how many people would make that choice though. I don't think a lot of people I don't think would. a lot of people would make right, that so choice. Right, so they lose a lot of money. They'd yeah, I think that's a really niche market. Mm. But it, I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean are, what, do you, what do you use Facebook for? I mean, you guys were just saying that you used it a lot to argue with people. Do you want to pay money to do that? I never are. I, I mean, this is a secret, but like, I don't give a fuck about what people think. That's Facebook. how exactly how you should be. And I owe my, so that my conundrum I'm off is, of it. I, I owe yeah. my fame, my inner, my B-list internet fame to Facebook. Yes. AJ Plus was built on Facebook. Right. I have, you know, 125,000 followers on Facebook. Like, I get people out to shows on Facebook. Yeah. But when Cambridge Analytica dropped, I was like, here are steps to protect yourself. Here's what I would suggest. I'm going to be off this I'm going to be off this platform much more or not on this platform as frequently. Yeah. This is what you need to do, revoke access for all of these different apps. Da, 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 da. These fools do not have your back, but like I'm well aware that I'm biting the hand. I'm just like chewing on Zuckerberg's hand cuz he's been feeding me. Right. Yeah, but I mean there's like so much applicability for Facebook beyond just like one-to-one interactions, right? Like so I worked with um a home care workers union yeah. and we would access our members who are living in like Shasta County or Butte County or wherever in these like distant parts. You talk to your members through Facebook because you can't always get to those places, talk to them in person. It creates an outlet for them to have political opinions, advocacy, activism, all that type of stuff. Businesses use it for so many different kinds of things. Political campaigns use it for things. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys are comedians. You get the word out about your shows and so much like, like Facebook is 
a part of everyone's life sure in those okay. kinds of ways and, and then I, I think is something that they don't they're so facebook's like it's all part of their bullshit plan but it's like we're gonna show you more in photos of like your your nephews and your nieces and your cousins and actually the honest to god truth is none of us fucking care right. about those people we actually only like we can get them from emails <laughs> we can get that from emails sure, sure, and, sure. and text messages but it's the communities the real life communities that actually right. manifest which online. is the crazy part like i mean you read this article and like obviously you guys have probably heard mark zuckerberg talk a million times and he mm. talks about like facebook being this platform for interconnectedness and it's like in reality it's increasing social isolation right yeah. it's mm -hmm. not actually increasing connectedness in any kind of a way and at the end of the day if you have 2.2 billion people on your platform you're going to get the best of humanity yeah. and you're going to get the worst of humanity. So <laughs> That's, I think, you... a direct quote from this article. Is yeah. that, like, there's a lot of crappy people out yeah, there. Yeah, like, Absolutely. how do you regulate that? Yeah. How do you, how, how do you regulate that? So the other that? thing I would say, and again, I'm not saying the public sector is better. I'm sure, I mean, we all know. I love voting because it's like, well, the USPS is, uh, you know, still a very important institution in this country, um, you know, and all those provisional ballots and the mail-in ballots. And Are you, you asking for postcards? Are you asking for? I'm asking for your, free stamps, your, please. Your, <laughs> if the, the USPS wants to sponsor this podcast, I will accept those forever stamps because shit is expensive, um, and I still mail in some of my checks. Okay, no, I was gonna say that um, it's either you charge for it or you nationalize it and you make it a public serv service. You make you it regulate utility. it like a utility. I agree. I yeah. agree with that for sure. But do you, right, you have to regulate it like a utility. But how do you do that? That's my whole problem. It's like you can't, it's easy to say that you could do that, but to, to physically do that, to put those in, how do you regulate fake news? How do you, as a computer, tell the difference between real news and fake news? Well, so I do think there's a lot you of- can't. <gasps> We're no, my whole yeah, thing is like yeah. you can't. And you, like, you can, though. I mean, a computer can't because they're yeah. stupid, but like you, a computer you can, can protect users' information. That's what they, a computer can right. do that. They can be, they can be um, secure from hacking. They can do that. Yeah. But essentially, and, and this is sort of where I think Apple is doing it a little bit better. Yeah. Apple collects hella data, but only to make their products even like know you even deeper. Right, right. So like if and when Apple Trump gets a hold of Apple or like the head of or like Tim Cook has like a fucking, you know, uh, right wing populist son yeah. who inherits everything, then we're fucked. But up until then, we just get supposedly dope iPhones at like a lot, a huge price. But um, we get rose to gold. the earth and yeah, <laughs> rose gold. They're hiring people from the New York Times, from New York Magazine, right. from other New York publications. No, but they're hiring, hiring real journalists to be like, right. we right. curate right. content because we are connected to journalistic outlets because we still believe that like facts are facts. Yeah. Reporting is reporting. And we are not going to front load or or we're not going to be based on clickbait in terms of you don't go to Apple News. I never go to Apple News, A. But B, you don't go to Apple News and then see like whatever got the most clicks. You see what has been specially curated by the journalists who work at Apple who used to work at many other different places. Right. Facebook, which is like I think 70% of or some huge percentage of Americans and get their news from Facebook. Again, they say we're not a journalistic entity right. and they got accused of having bias. So therefore, wash your hands of it. What I'm saying is if they had an editorial board, right. 
they can actually curate what is real and what is not but and they, they, demote things that are clearly spe- spreading lies they, like the rohingya light their own homes on fire they did have that though they had a special they hired a bunch of group of people who essentially just went through all these things that were being posted and had to tag it if it was real or not and then they got target mm. then they got called having an anti right wing bias yeah. and then they f- their little buttholes closed up and they freaked out and they dissolved the whole thing i thought that they they said that they dissolved it because the people were getting ptsd what people were getting the people, <laughs> so the people on the review it. people who were reviewing no wow. because like no like you guys laugh but you don't understand like a lot of facebook is used a lot by terrorist There's a lot of breastfeeding right. that happens yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> but like these people would watch like terrorist beheadings. attacks or beheadings. Like wow. real fucking beheadings. And they would do this for like eight, nine hours a day. Oh my God, that's so traumatizing. Fu- yeah, yeah, yeah. So Facebook pulled that shit and then mm. now they outsource it to people in the Philippines. Of from course. Last I heard. So, but then that goes to argue a different problem where it's like these people are not American or, you know, who knows what like cultural biases that they have so we don't know what gets passed through what. Sure. So I, I mean, I'm so that's that is probably to there to regulate the violation of terms that they have right now. I see. But I'm not sure if that regulates like the kind of information okay. that might not violate the terms, but that still um, is false. Okay. So like, but that but that makes sense. I mean, the the one thing that this article talks about, and there have been a lot of whistleblowers over the last couple of years. So we know that the chief of security, this guy Alex Stamos, he resigned over essentially the way that Facebook responded to um, the attacks on its platform and saying that essentially they didn't do enough and that he disagreed with how they were addressing it. They were more concerned with saving their ass. And another thing to sort of like, and I'm, I'm again kind of fingering these like centrist liberals who are so shook and so scared of the right because part of when they found out that all this meddling was going on and this guy Alex Stamos wanted to put a public statement out in January of 2017. So this is like around Trump's inauguration and Sheryl Sandberg, author of Lean In and Option B and Option B. What's that? That's her her book book about after her husband died and how to deal with grief and trauma. Oh, see, that sucks. But like, then go deal with that off of Facebook. (laughs) Like, yeah it's do you, awful do you think she posted a lengthy facebook post when that happened i don't know no <laughs> i don't think so i think she, sad emojis it was like a get. very i was like i listened to her audiobook and was like crying and i was like i'm gonna get back on facebook and i was like well, what am i doing right now <laughs> is there some cryptic it's message in wants. here yeah no i'm i'm god right like she so it kind of was like Sheryl Sandberg was taking all, making all these decisions, obviously dealing with her husband dying at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And uh, Zuckerberg was essentially going on this apology tour around the around the world. Um, and essentially it led to bad decision making and or like really Machiavellian fucked up decision making. Um, but basically he wanted to this Alex Stamos guy wanted to sort of be more public about it and in response I believe their lobbying wing in Congress and Sheryl Sandberg and Zuckerberg were like nah because if we say that Russians had way more of an influence and all these fake accounts had way more of an influence they're going to accuse us of having an anti-right-wing bias, an anti-GOP bias, and we're going to look like we're swinging hard for the Democrats when we're not. I see. Once again, reality has, as in the words of Stephen Colbert, a liberal bias, (laughs) and our fucking world right now is bending over backwards to pretend 
that actually it doesn't yeah. and to pull back because we don't want to be accused of having some bent when the reality shows right. <laughs> that it does. And it's just like, so that's another thing that's scary. It's like, it's like a, the fucking Comey syndrome, which is like, well, uh, I got to release this shit about Hillary Clinton uh, two weeks before the election, because if I withhold it, I will be then accused by the right wing. And it's like, we, all we do is tiptoe around these psychopaths. Yeah, agreed. And, and, and so that scared me is like these Breitbart's little trolls yeah. are whipping like our FBI and our fucking like Facebook. Again, I'm not like saying that these are great entities, but mm-hmm. like you're the fucking FBI and Facebook. Yeah. You're shook. Yeah. Like what? I don't think Facebook's figured out how to be like a publicly owned company. No, they don't. have, I don't think they understand what it means to play in this open stock market and with politics and with regulators yeah. and with like people who are your source of revenue, like all these type of things. They don't know how to operate in this type of an environment. And I don't know what Mark Zuckerberg is doing. Is he like prepping to run for office or is he like... I think he's just focused on how to give free Facebook to poor people and other countries. I mean, who... He, like, I think he's figuring out his bangs still. Like, I mean, what if a man can't doing? figure out his own haircut at the age of 35 he or whatever... looks the- face-tuned all the time <laughs> in real life. It is yeah. crazy. I want to move to our other segment called Targeted Character Assassination where every week we just put one unlucky soul in the crosshairs of our judgment and um go to town the person that i want to assassinate uh intellectually is mr pharrell williams the artist and producer uh rap singer rap singer sounds rap like something singer. a rap singer that sounds like wow. a grandma a grandma would you're say. gonna get it sound it. like you're part of the poke yeah. bin yeah Dude, <laughs> i'm about to get eaten you're gonna for get my eaten flesh. by an alien yeah he's a rap singer a rap supple meat he performed for the Friends of the Israeli Defense Force nonprofit, which I didn't even know. <laughs> I just barfed in my existed. mouth. <laughs> and he raised sixty million dollars for their military, along with um, a bunch, a host of other sort of semi B celebrities. Um, and the best part about this is that he said. As a, before he performed his song Happy for the Friends of the Israeli oh Military. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He said he sort of tried to make a weak attempt at like, uh, you know, we just have to come together and like love each other. So he said something like there should be no more fighting. Um, we shouldn't pit brother against brother. I assume he means, you know, Jews and Muslims yeah. and Palestinians children of Abraham, the children of, the Abraham. Children of Abraham. There you go. Ooh, that's what he said, right? Yep. Oh, Which, I, I oh, he did, he oh, did, he did say, say that? He did okay, say that. I was just being facetious. <laughs> Look so at me. The, me and Pharrell have a mind meld. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're his ghostwriter, aren't you? <laughs> That's, that'd be a solid gig. So he I would never write a song this. called Happy, by the way. Wasn't it for the sh- the, the little penguin movie Happy? I, I thought was it was it for Happy Despi- Feet? No, I thought it was for oh, Despicable Me. Is that the little yellow thing? That's a little yellow mini. Um, it wasn't for, but he wrote a different song for them, I think. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Wow, we clearly don't know Pharrell's discography. I, 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 I'm a huge NERD fan, though. Oh, I'm totally. I'm a huge Pharrell fan in just And Neptunes. In general, oh, you're a I huge was, Pharrell fan. Which is why I was so sad when you sent me the character assassination was Pharrell. And then I was like, oh, all right. Here's the thing um, about Pharrell that I, I like, he's, he's playing this very interestingly. First of all, let's just go over that. Uh, if the Israeli Defense Force or the military of Israel needs more money, 
then they need <laughs> they need a better budget management system because yeah. they are like or they need to end the military occupation since it's clearly, clearly a pricey too, mistress. It's way too expensive. Can you hear me snap on this? Oh, we can definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, how the fuck? So, again, this... And, and like, what kind of... How much money was he paid? How much money were these other celebrities paid to be at this event? Um, when the, like, the Who US... Who else was there? So, we had people like Ashton Kutcher, Boo. Fran Drescher, Boo. Andy Garcia... Mm. A couple of other people. We'll talk about them later, but I want to think like, okay, so the U.S. gives 38, okay, Obama signed a, a memorandum of agreement, understanding in 2016, that gave $38 billion over 10 years to the Israeli military. $38 billion, right? That's just military assistance. I think we give other assistance as well. And then there's like a separate missile defense system. So it's, I don't think that it's included in the same amount. But it's like $705 million in 2018 to Israel's missile defense system, you know, like, which, which hasn't even really been proven to be all that effective. But essentially, like, again, all of this is bolstering the occupation. All of this is bolstering the weapons manufacturing industry and, mm -hmm. and you know, the military industrial complex. Um, we know that this week there was more violence in Gaza. There were more attacks uh, on the people of Gaza, I believe. And uh, I think some children were murdered, uh, which happens periodically and then we know that every two to three years israel likes to essentially start bombing s southern lebanon and uh you know uh bombing hezbollah and there are border skirmishes etc um and just this summer has been a really really bloody one also in terms of gaza and the west bank protesters on the border have been brutalized and killed but they still need money it's, it's expensive to subjugate a whole people. I don't think you know this, but birthright is free. <laughs> <laughs> These 18-year-olds eat a fuck ton of buffet. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get poke <laughs> in Israel? You have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the thing about Pharrell also is that a week ago, I believe, or just like really recently, he, hang on, let me just read this when this happened yes so a couple weeks ago pharrell sent a cease and desist letter to the trump administration yeah. basically saying that ple to please stop playing the song happy at his rallies right and specifically because trump did not cancel any of his rallies when the 11 people were shot and killed and t you know tens of um, dozens more injured at the uh, squirrel hill synagogue right mm -hmm. and so on that day trump didn't cancel his rally he continued it and played pharrell's happy and so uh there was a fucking cease and desist letter that i want to read to you yeah he sent a letter that said on this day of mass murder of 11 human beings at the hands of a deranged nationalist you play the song happy to a crowd at a political event in indiana um and it was not only poor t poorly timed but in violation of copyright infringement and trademark rights and then you have, um, you know, him Friends performing Friends of the Israeli to... Defense Force fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. So this is my question about um, Israel and uh, the occupation being lost on Hollywood. Is it 
Because there have been many different performers who have, you know, from like Lord to, I believe, finally Natalie Portman came out and said something against, uh, you know. Wow, she did. Israel. Yeah, and that's, she, that's she was, she's Israeli. Yeah. That's she, huge. Mm-hmm. It's, it is huge. And so I think Natalie Portman, people have been waiting on her. What about Gal Gadot? Now, Gal Gadot is, is uh, like... She that's served her an brand. IDF, okay. yeah. Like, yeah that's, that that's, is, that's she what was. I'm yeah, the yeah, IDF yeah. was, like, if Gal Gadot performed, would be like, dope. Like, keep it yeah, there. Let yeah. her raise your money. But Israel just keeps, I feel like they keep on trying to find, like, the artist who's been living the most under a rock <laughs> and or needs the money yeah. to be like, when I say Israel, what do you think? And they're like, I don't know, um, land of the Jews. And like, perfect. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you're just like, you'll do. Like, you've clearly, you know, never read any Edward Said or like uh, Chomsky or whatever. You know, you've never at all had a Palestinian friend. Yeah. Um, and uh, dope. So just perform for us. And there are military needs, you know, money. Which is, I, it's just so ridiculous. It's like, you know that sticker that's like, I can't wait for the day when the military has to hold a bake sale instead of our schools and our, yeah. uh, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, actually yeah. they're, they're yeah. still, maybe they still hold bake sales even though they have tons of money. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing is so funny. I was bitching to my coworkers about this who already think I'm crazy, but I was like, you know, you know that whole Lenin piece about party discipline? Hollywood has none of it. I mean, Pharrell said like so many questionable right. post-racial things in the past. And then he puts out something like the cease and desist yeah, letter yeah, that's yeah. like on point. And then he shows up at this fundraiser and you're just like, where's your party discipline, dude? Mm. Lenin would be so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> also, it's like, come on, Pharrell, like use the internet, man. Yeah. Talk to DJ Khaled. <laughs> He's Palestinian. That's like, true. It's not that man, hard. And kill it. Are you for real? I don't kill it. You don't think so? Where is DJ Khaled? DJ Khaled does not talk about Assad. Assad is going to be it. He's going to be woke. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> what, who's Assad? His <laughs> son. Dude. Oh, I thought you said Assad. I was like, uh-huh. Assad? Is he getting in? Is he a DJ now? <laughs> is that how bad the Syrian war, civil war is? <laughs> no, um, no. No. Uh, son of Khaled. Oh, the son of Khaled. Is yeah. he also a DJ? Or? He's a two-year-old. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's going to, he'll be the revolution. He's going to eat hella pussy too. I feel really uncomfortable going into that. You know, DJ Khaled said he doesn't eat pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's just like, cool. Like, if I looked down and saw DJ Khaled between my legs, I would scream. Um, He'd probably just scream over your pussy the whole time. (laughs) 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 DJ Khaled. Did you say DJ Khaled? Did you you come yet? Did you come yet? (laughs) Oh, poor DJ Khaled. (laughs) What's that his first is. name? Does anyone even know his, his first name, name? His real name is Donald Chet. J. It's Khaled. It's <laughs> Donald J. Khaled. I'm telling you. It's, Ka- it's actually Khaled Khaled. No oh. way. I swear to God, it's oh, Khaled wow. twice. Yeah. Wow. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Anyways, Pharrell also looks like he's finally aging. Yeah. And this is what happens when you have kids and support military occupation. Oh, oh it catches up to yeah. you. Yeah. Nice. That's the way to age Asian people, apparently. That Military is, occupation. That is how <laughs> ages you quicker. to build support against the occupation. Do you want to look young forever? Yeah. Don't be a dick and support the Israeli occupation of Palestinians. My thing was like, how the hell do you just show up and make $60 million? That's amazing.
Yeah, I want that fundraiser. Yeah, I want I want to be able to do that kind of thing. You need an army first, <laughs> and then you raise the money because, like, but the, yeah, weapons are expensive. Weapons are expensive. So you gotta propaganda a, is expensive. Propaganda is expensive, but that's the thing. It's like there's. I remember. I'm not gonna. No one's gonna listen to this, but I um, I won't drop his name. But I was asked if I was wanted to go to Israel by a DJ, uh, Khaled, another DJ named DJ Khaled. But I was asked if I wanted to go to Israel and, um, this is like a, you know, pretty well-known DJ Mm -hmm. and I had worked with him and I was like putting off responding. And then I eventually like called him and I was like, Hey, um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like pretty pro-Palestinian and I think that the Israeli occupation of the West Bank and Gaza are, are really wrong and so I probably wouldn't be a good fit and I'd love to talk to you more about that if you wanted to at any moment and he was like okay thank you bye <laughs> like hung up on me and and I felt like embarrassed yeah. to be like you've been hoodwinked essentially yeah. and then later on the same like radio station I heard another DJ who was like, oh, I just got back from a trip to Israel, you know, and it's a it's a really beautiful land and they're going through a lot right now. So I just want to like a shout out to Israel. I was like, I was like, I used to like you like you. But I know who got to you. I know yeah. that like so again in these sort of like B celebrity like uh, scenes, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a still like who can we get to get a free trip to Israel to right. like tell, you know, sing the praises. Um, and, you know, honestly, if you don't know enough, that's a dope deal. For sure. To, for like a country yeah. to just fly you out there, put you up, yep. have you play a gig and then leave. That's dope. Yeah. No. And it's, yeah, anyway, I, I don't even, until, I can't until even. Until you figure out the rest of it. Right. And mean, like, yeah. is the threat of being labeled an anti-Semite right. enough to like get people to kowtow, that's kowtow the, to that's that That's the propaganda. whole thing with this Pharrell thing. Yeah. Where I was just like, if he wanted to pull out after the synagogue shooting, you can't. Right. So he lumped them together. So essentially, that's also what he said is like he and again, I kind of wrongly, which I think Israeli sort of propaganda loves is like he, you know, paid homage to the synagogue, the people who died in the synagogue or were killed in the synagogue at this, you know, Friends of Israeli Defense Forces event. And it's like you still lump them together and we've got, you know, we've got work to do. We got to, yeah. we got some, you know, anti-Zionist and, uh, you know, uh, occupation uh, uh, enlightening to do in Hollywood, clearly. Um, and in some of these spheres. Sex Elect Overthrow, which is a game here on the Bituation Room where we go through... I just have you guys choose who we would sex to, who we would elect, who we would overthrow. And usually they're people in politics, Mm -hmm. their figures, um, their, you know, the Stephen Millers and the Kellyanne Conways, although Kellyanne has not made an appearance yet. But this week, I wanted to just look at some of these people who maybe made, like, made the Israeli Defense Forces some money, haven't read the primers that they need to read, or the news. Her Dennis Kucinich. Or or her (laughs) fucking Dennis Kucinich. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, people who've been. This is the rocks that you know Israel turns over and is like, aha, we can get Ashton Kutcher, Fran Drescher, and Andy Garcia out to our event, our lovely little event where we're gonna decorate missiles. <laughs> I'm sure they decorate that. Maybe they signed missiles. That would be really scary. So, sex elect overthrow Ashton Kutcher of 
that 70s, that 70s show. show. And mega. And two and a half men, right? Two no. and a half men, really? the replacement for two and for Charlie Sheen. Oh. And super rich, I just found out. Oh, he's yeah. like an investor in Uber and all these other companies. So Him and Justin loaded. Timberlake. Yeah. He's really? mad rich, yeah. So we got Ashton Kutcher, Fran Drescher, and Andy Garcia. Fran Drescher, by the way, of the nanny. <laughs> Flushing Queens. Oh, really? Is she pro Amazon HQ2 or against? I don't know. I don't know. She wasn't married to some millionaire. Of course she was. Yeah. And they're thinking about a reboot of The Nanny with Cardi B as her daughter. That's just I just blew your guys' mind. I can see it on your faces. And I'm like, I fucking love, I love Cardi B, but I do. And I remember Cardi B responding to Fran Drescher, but like, Cardi B could have her own goddamn show. You don't need to latch on to like Fran Drescher. The nanny reboot? The nanny no, reboot. They could do a nanny reboot and not have Fran at all. And yeah, exactly. Which fine. I think might be the plan. Like Fran would make an appearance once in a while. The point is these people are on the line for being at the Friends of Israeli Defense Force yeah. uh, fund. And Andy Garcia, who I think is hot. Terry Benedict. Ocean's Eleven. Yep. He's hot. Andy, Andy Garcia is one of those guys who like every two years I have a sex dream about. And I was like... <laughs> Did I just have a sex dream about Andy Garcia? The fuck? And I'm like, okay. Really? Andy Garcia? Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like one time I had a sex dream about Paul Reiser. Who the fuck? What? So, Imran, okay. who would you sex, who would you elect, and who would you overthrow? I feel like the only person who knows how to sext would be Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't think Fran would know what to do. Why? Because her name is Fran? Cheska probably maybe and you can't trust them around what technology. if it's Francis <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think I would sext uh, Ashton Kutcher I would elect Andy Garcia what would you sext Ashton Kutcher Ashton Kutcher it's a very difficult name Ashton Kutcher what would I sext him I don't I I, don't, I feel like I wouldn't really sext him I would just ask him for money <laughs> <laughs> like listen you help raise 60 million yeah. can you help me raise rent money mm-hmm. yeah, for exactly. the next year like, you raise 60 million easy with very little effort i feel like you could raise two million for me yeah i'll call my no show problem. bad israelis instead yeah. of bad asians ex- ex- <laughs> just shit. this one time i'll call it kutcher clan <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh that's a terrible name <laughs> Kutcher Clan comedy. Kutcher K-K-K. Clan K-K-K. K-K-K. Nothing K-K-K. wrong with that. Done. Give Easy. me the money. Easy. <laughs> and then that's the, a hot text, yeah. I think. And then the second I get the money, I'd be like, psych. And oh. that's when you send them huh. a nude photo. <laughs> that's how you win. Wait, so, okay, who are you going to elect? Okay, who am I going to elect? I was going to elect Andy Garcia just for the simple fact that he's got mafia ties. He does? He oh, because in The Godfather yeah. 3. Yeah, I never watched the Godfather. I didn't, three. but I've seen two like many, many, yeah, many, many, seen, many, many. Everyone's many seen times. one and two so many times. So you're gonna like Danny Garcia for his mafia ties. So like, sort of like this current administration, mm-hmm. yeah, and then absolutely. you're gonna overthrow Fran Drescher and have wow. Cardi B star in her own show. That's right. Okay. Oh yeah, it's sex to elect overthrow. I keep looking at Mary fuck kill. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Ashton would marry me. I would marry Ashton and then divorce him ten years later. And that's not great. have him sign a prenup. Yeah, no prenup. Yep. Ten years. That's what spousal. And so then, he got that Demi more money? Is that what we're talking about? Were they married? I think I they were know. just booed up. All I know is this. 
I would give him a ring and the Xbox. Wow. That's, that's wow. Much. And Fran down the memory hole. Yeah, I can't stand her voice. Uh, I can't stand it. Like, it just, it's grating to me. I, I think she put on the Neasley part for the show. I don't think she's that high-pitched in real life. What about you, Vasuda? I'm going to work backwards. I would overthrow Ashton Kutcher because I still have beef with him because okay. of a stupid Pop Chips commercial. Remember? <laughs> yeah, stupid. stupid. I just like your accent. Oh, you no. That. I was He's like very stupid. angry. What was the Pop Chips commercial? Where he imitated the Indian, Indian guy. People, yeah. You know, I will say. What, uh, did he do brown face? Yes, oh, yeah, he did brown face. Brown face. He had oh, a, my yeah. God. He had a shalwar kamis on and a, like, a he had fake the, mustache. The fake mustache. I think he even had a turban in one of them. Yeah, he and he was like, duck, duck, duck. I was like, oh my oh, god, no. yes, Way. yeah, yeah, and Aziz Ansari came for him too. No, it was uh, Hassan Minaj. I think both of them did. Oh, Aziz, yeah, right I think too? Aziz talked about it on Master of None too. Oh, I'm surprised. We're just having a total Daisy moment yeah. right now. <laughs> Elect, you know, this is tough. I'm gonna pick Fran Drescher. Okay, because. Okay. I think she would annoy everyone into compliance mm-hmm. and have real party discipline. That is a skill. Yeah. That is a good yeah. skill. Do you think, I think she would run as Republican though. She would. She would. She would be like, but I don't know. She'd I don't be like know, a Trumpy man. Palin. So, but I don't know. I mean, she but was, what if Cardi B is her running mate? Amazing. What I if that this. relationship could lead to real transformation of Fran Drescher's political yeah, Franny, values. Franny B twenty twenty. <gasps> Love that. Franny B twenty twenty. She's gonna get assassinated effective immediately. Fashion Just Nova like, is gonna be her biggest donor. <laughs> <laughs> Fashion yes, Nova. People want Cardi in that spot. Cardi, they don't want Cardi to be number two. Yeah, no. She Cardi B is gonna true. get assassinated. I, I would assassinate Fran Drescher to does. get Cardi B into the office you guys the office. i was like what office what the, the office. fuck is you doing idf like that basically <laughs> be Cardi. that would be great what if they had a rift over their support for israel do you think cardi's you think cardi's woke on israel fuck no do you think cardi knows where israel is yeah she'd be knowing where i israel don't think is. so she does of course i she don't does. think cardi's like woke on global politics like that i think she's woke on like she's well she, I don't know. she could be though. I feel like see Cardi. She could learn. Cardi would. She would learn. She would listen and learn. I she would definitely listen and learn. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Here's my thing. Like, and that's all you can ask. Me yeah. 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 She definitely would listen and learn. The fact it's so amazing. Like Cardi B. The fact that she did go to college is so fucking apparent. Like, and also yeah. not only had a struggle and like work as a stripper and da da da, but like, it's so obvious she went to college. <laughs> like she's way smarter than your average rap singer. Oh my um, God! You know, I just realized and she did. She she like studied politics. She yeah. studied a uh, poli sci, I think. Bell Calise and Fran Drescher, the combination mm-hmm. would like end the Queen's Bronx beef forever. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know who Bell Calise is. You know, Cardi B. Gonna... That's oh. her government name. Shut up. Yeah, it's Bell Calise. That's as good as Cardi B. Bell ah Bell Calise. The whole thing is together. It's not Bel Caliz. It's Bel Caliz Almanar. What is that? Almanzar. Bel Caliz Almanzar. Yeah, that's not that nice. <laughs> yeah, that's why she goes by Cardi B. That Cardi sounds, B. Bel Caliz. That sounds like a count's name. Her like count something. Count Bel Caliz Almanzar. Be- yeah, count Bel Caliz. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds Almanzar. like. Almanzar. <laughs> Is now walking down the road. <laughs> What's Offset's government name? I forgot. Oh, I don't Anyways, know. Anyways, him, Bel Caliz, and culture. 
baby culture who along with baby Assad are going to be mm-hmm. the future revolutionaries yeah. they're going to change the face of entertainment Wait, as we know it you're still not saying Assad right you're still saying Assad, Assad Khalid Assad Khalid his yeah. first name is Assad that's how you yeah. keep on I'm like there's only one Assad not in my book not A S S A D A S A H D baby See, Assad that's not a big enough difference <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't name your kid Assad like post I don't know man I Syrian think civil war okay so then you're going to you're electing Fran and you're overthrowing Andy Garcia no, no, no. Oh, Overthrowing over Ashton Kutcher. Oh, and you're sexting Andy. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I was like, I watched, I rewatched Ocean's Eleven on a flight this week. And I was like, I can, I'd be into this little dude with his Napoleon complex. Yes. I love a Napoleon complex. Now I'm like, maybe I should just uh, elect Ashton Kutcher to something. He could be a better governor than Bobby Jindal. Yes, Bobby Jindal. No, he could be better senator than Rick Scott. How about that? Uh, I don't know where we are at in the Nelson Scott runoff with for Senate. Where is that? I have no idea. I but thought I think Rick could, Scott was he was in the lead, but he, I don't know. Right, I don't know if it went the same way as DeSantis yeah. and Gillum, but he'll be better than all those fools. So I would say send him to Florida because, like, for Florida, he's a step in the left direction, not as Gillum or like as you know, not as left as Gillum, not as cool as Gillum. Mm-hmm. But like make him a senator or the governor of Florida. I think he and Mila would have a great life. <laughs> Overthrow Fran Drescher, okay? Her name might be Francis. It might be Francesca. But she's ruining Franella. the Frans in the world. I don't like being called Fran. I don't like that there was another Fran who was famous. Because <laughs> I'm going to have a show. Yeah. Uh, I'm a terrible nanny. One time I let a child um, in a stroller fall down three stairs because I didn't know there was a lock on strollers. So. (laughs) Wow. CPS, are you listening right now? It was the scariest moment of my life. Um, I'm an unfit parent. But what if you guys had a joint show called The Franny? Nope. 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 What if Cardi B made guest appearances? Yes. Okay. But again, I'll have to. I'd have to kill her eventually. So yeah, eventually, yeah. she'll be overthrown, so I could get to Cardi B. Don't kill her. Just turn her into poke, <laughs> or supple meat for the aliens. Supple meat for She's the old aliens. enough. Fran will be great alien meat, uh, and then Andy Garcia. I already sex. I had a sex dream about him. Yeah. Did I? I can't even remember. But uh, I will sex him, just like a little dude. You know, with the guy with the mustache. Yeah. Emoji. Oh yeah, just that, yeah. and then like a kissy face, or like just the kiss, you know. So it looks like the kiss is on his cheek. Yeah, um, and then just like hashtag still fine. Then I would text him just like the Israeli flag, and then you know one of those block emoji things, and then money that with wings on it, and then a little call me thing. So it's like or, it's like a pictogram of like don't support occupation. Call me, we'll talk about it. The okay, thing I never okay. did with this DJ, okay. and I can make it up with Andy Garcia. Out of the three of them, the one I can convince to be anti-Zionist and against the occupation is Andy Garcia. So that's where I'm going to go. Mm. It'll start off sexy, and it'll end like intellectually sexy. Thank you both for being on this Thank podcast. Thank you for popping my podcast, Cherry Francesca. Happy to anytime. I'm excited for the Franny. The, the <laughs> Fran takeover. The Fran Fran-pocalypse. 
for those of you who are listening, please remember to subscribe, to give us a review, five stars on iTunes, write, like, write something. It's kind of nice when people write something and they're like, oh my God, it's the best podcast ever. And like, it's like smart, but also, you know, doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> slash, like, why does she talk about, you know, sleeping with Andy Garcia and like, what is Zionism? And oh my God, I have questions. But anyway, write all those things. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other gonna, comments you want to write on there? And I'm going to be like, Francesca does not know how to sext. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to do a live edition of this podcast on Wednesday, November 21st uh, at the setup in San Francisco, 222 Hyde Street. Also, December 19th, which is also a Wednesday, 8 o'clock, 222 Hyde. Same thing. This is our attempt at going live. We're doing it live. Woo. Yeah. And. I want to just give an opportunity for you guys to plug anything. Imran, what's what's going on for you? Um, I will be part of a show that is going to be called The Roast of Harry Potter on Ooh, November 20th. How dare you? Okay. Yeah, it's going to wow. be fantastic. There are people wow. already really mad at us, even though we haven't even done it. Wow. Um, <laughs> Where are my Gryffindor robes right now? <laughs> if you want to roll through, you, I will hook you up with tickets. If you guys are interested in the show. He um, is the boy who lived, it? Imran. It is November 28th at the setup as well. Nice. Um, so if you hit me up at Imran, that's I-M-R-A-N, the G, on anything, I will... Imran the G. Yeah, I will send you guys the ticket link. That's awesome. <laughs> Vasuda, what, what are you doing? We have anything to plug going on? Campaigns we should know about? Yeah. Things we should be hip to? Um, you should all join a union. Great. First and foremost. Um, not I, with the Supreme Court, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's not even get into that. I'm just going <laughs> to cry and my nose will start bleeding again. Um, I have nothing to plug. Uh, I am... Um, encouraging everyone to read the news every day yeah. outside of Facebook, mm -hmm. sign up to vote, yeah. sign up to be part of local civic organizations, join a union, support mm -hmm. working people across this country, get off of Facebook and have real conversations with your neighbors to better understand the state of politics. Don't start beefing on Facebook. That is not the way we make this country better. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and uh, remember, don't just bitch about it. Be about it. Goodbye.